A message from our sponsor, Pivot Lending Group, Littleton, Colorado. Pivot Lending Group provides a tailored mortgage lending experience with strong local builder and realtor relationships and customized loan services. We pivot to help you grow in your community and realize your personal home ownership goals. Visit us at pivotlending.com. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group, and today we have the mortgage update with Mitch. Hi, David. How are you? Good to be here today. I am well. How are you? I'm doing well. I appreciate the time we're going to spend together in sharing some of the information about purchasing a rental property for a first-time investor. Looking forward to discussing that with you. Yeah, absolutely. I know you do a lot of them. So there's uh, four things that we want to touch on in this episode of purchasing a rental investment property. The first is minimum down payment. Can you speak to that? Certainly. And it's a great question because a lot of people who are looking to buy their first home think they need to have 20, 25, 30, sometimes even 50% of the purchase price as cash available for down payment. However, Fannie Mae, which is where most of the investment purchase loans go to, only require a 15% down payment as the minimum required down payment. However, that does incorporate having to pay mortgage insurance. So a lot of investors want to keep their monthly payment down on that new purchase, and they do tend to opt to put 20% down. And oftentimes they're putting now 25% down of the purchase price because that allows them to get the very lowest interest rate and save on closing costs. Ah. So we do many of our transactions with 20 or 25% down. So that's what changes with the down payment. Okay. That's correct. Secondly, how do you qualify for an investment if you're purchasing an investment property? Sure. Another uh, crucial part of qualifying for a home loan. What's very nice about buying with a rental property is we are allowed to use the market rents for that particular property that that property will bring in as rental income. Mm-hmm. And that is derived by the appraiser. And when an appraiser goes out to establish the purchase price or the valuation of the home, they will also establish what the current rental market is for that specific type of home type of home in the area. Mm-hmm. And then we're enabled to use that amount of rental income to help offset the new mortgage payment. So let me give you a brief example. So if somebody's new mortgage payment was going to be $1,500 per month, including their mortgage payment, the principal and interest, mm-hmm. homeowners insurance, and property taxes... And if that equals $1,500 per month, and they're able to rent the property out for $2,000 per month, the formula is we're allowed to take 75% of the $2,000 rental income, which is equivalent to $1,500, and we can offset the new mortgage payment that we just calculated was roughly $1,500. And in that example, that's a wash. They're bringing in $1,500 in our example for uh, income to offset the mortgage. And the new payment's 1500 so that's zero. They do not have to qualify for any payments on that rental property. Oh, cool, cool. Most people do not have that understanding. And what they think is they have to qualify for the $1,500 mortgage payment in addition to all their other monthly obligations. Right, right. And the rent will help offset that payment. So it's a really, really wonderful way to buy a rental property. Is there a maximum number of rental units that you can have? That's a great question. So the answer is yes. However, you can own as many rental properties as you like, as long as they're not financed. 
Okay. So you can finance up to 10 properties and still fall under the Fannie Mae guidelines. Perfect. This particular rental can't be the 11th. That would be too many. So you would have to have nine and this would, would be the 10th. Gotcha. However, if you own a total of 15 units and six of them are free and clear, there's no mortgage on them, then you could do another new home loan to get to the total of 10. One last question for this episode. Can you take out a secondary market in a business name? I know I have people ask me that. You cannot. The The name on the note and deed must be the individual's name who's buying the home. And so we're not allowed to put the name of the property in an entity name, such as an LLC. Right, right. And so we're not allowed to do that per Fannie Mae guidelines. It's got to be in your name. Can't be in a corporation. Got to be in your name. All right. That's Mortgage Update with Mitch. I'm David Olson and... Mitch Friedman. Thanks for listening. Take care. See you next week. This episode was brought to you by Pivot Lending Group, NMLS 10995. Copyright 2021, Pivot, all rights reserved. Financial Funding Solutions Incorporated, DBA Pivot Lending Group. 10397 West Centennial Road, Littleton, Colorado, 80127. Pivot does business in accordance with the Fair Housing Law and Equal Credit Opportunity Act. Pivot Lending is regulated by the Division of Real Estate, Colorado. To learn more or find a full listing of our state licensing, visit pivotlending.com or nmlsconsumeraccess.org.